What is up, survivors? Welcome to the Primal Hour podcast. My name is Ian Talbert. Some of you guys might know me by the call sign Primal, and I will be your host today. So look, guys, I wanted to kick off our very first episode with a little insight on what you can expect to listen to on this show. I've wanted to start a podcast for quite a while now, and I believe it's way overdue at this point. But you see, guys, I'm a person who likes to express things. I like to say how I'm feeling. I like to share my wisdom, and I like to create things. And in my relentless effort to be heard, I've created content on every medium out there, from Facebook posts to blogs to videos to Instagram photos and now podcasts. On this show, I'm going to be talking about all things preparedness and survival. Some days we'll talk about bushcraft and prepping and off-grid living, and other days we'll talk about fitness, combatives, and personal development. You know, we'll talk all about how to enhance your mindset and create a fulfilling life. You know, after all, guys, what's the point of surviving, you know, if we're not actively trying to learn how to thrive in all of these aspects of life, right? You see, I've got a very strategic approach to this concept of preparedness. I'm actually about to start writing a book about it, and I wanted to use this podcast to shed light on it all along the way so you guys can stay informed on that. But before we get into all that, let me tell you a little bit about myself just in case you're new to me, you're new to Mask, and this is the first time you've ever, you know, heard from us. So look, you know, like I said, my name's Ian Talbert. I'm currently 25 years old, and I sit here right now writing curriculum for training courses and scripts for videos, and I'm thinking back to my days in high school. You know, I, I never had this vision for my life, guys. My vision back then was a nearsighted view of each weekend with goals as big as playing video games all night and day. I skipped school three out of five days a week, and you know the days that I managed to show up, I either said screw it and drove back home, or I slept all day because I stayed up all night. I would literally go into school, eat breakfast with all my friends, and hang around till the first bell rung, but after that, I just said screw it, and I hopped in the car and drove back home. And at the time, you know, all I had was my learner's permit at the time. So, you know, I had a few great friends growing up, but I still hung out with a handful of losers, and when I hung out with them, you know, I would smoke... I'd get drunk, I'd party, I'd get into fights. I was literally the definition of what most people would consider a lost cause. Like, if if there was a vote at graduation on who would be most likely to fail, I'd have probably been number one. I wouldn't know, though, because I eventually went on to quit school and I just got my GED. I just wanted to go to work and make money and just get away from school altogether. I still hate school to this day, and, you know, it just never did it for me. I wouldn't change the decision I made to quit because, you know, my life wouldn't be what it is right now, so I don't regret anything. And today, you know, I'm constantly asked why I continue to give my time and help, you know, what most people consider lost causes. It's simple, really. It's because I was a lost cause myself, and the one thing that pissed me off more than anything, one thing that really, really got under my skin was the thought of people counting me out because I was down. They might not have been vocal about it, but, you know, you could just tell when you're around somebody and you can tell when they're judging you. And, you know, that that really, really pissed me off when people would, would just count me out, you know, just because I was down. So, look, guys, you're never out of the fight. You are never fucking out. Don't let anybody tell you or belittle you or anything, you know, revolved around that. You are never out of the game. Life can dramatically change in just a few short years the moment you decide to wake up. For me, that switch was flipped from within my soul. You know, 
it, it, I flip that switch from within my inside myself. For some people, it happens from outside your influence, and for most people, it never happens at, at all. That switch can flip at any time, though. But one thing that is on you, if it gets flipped, one thing that is on you, you control this only, you can do this. One thing that controls, you know, how your life evolves from that point is whether or not you decide to start being proactive. My my switch flipping, you know, it might have been luck, who knows. But since that day, it's been all hard work, nothing but hard work and relentless determination to be the best version of myself that I can be. There's no fucking luck to it now. A lot of people might look at me now and say, oh man, you're so lucky. But look, guys, there's, there's no fucking luck to it. Ever since that day back in high school, right whenever I got out, you know, I went through a couple years of trying to figure out who I was, trying to find my passion and figure out what I'm good at, what I wanted to do for a career, you know, who I wanted to be. But once I found that out, it's been, there's no luck involved. It's been nothing but hard work and relentless determination on my goals. My only regret at this point in my life is that I didn't stop dreaming sooner. I wished I would have woken up a lot sooner. And, you know, guys, your life can and it will dramatically change in just a few short years if you make the decision. I, like I said, I sit here right now, I'm writing educational material, making videos, building a business and raising a family with a beautiful wife and two perfect kids. And that's, you know, that's quite the contrast from the simple-minded GED holding piece of shit that I used to be with no real direction. And, and that was just a short time ago. So so after high school, I, you know, I went on to work for a while. And after a couple of years of that, I decided to join the infantry. You know, I, I was I was a shitbag at the time, if I'm being honest. And I had no real direction. And, you know, quite frankly, I, I thought that the military would help me develop that discipline that I needed in my life. And I, I honestly attribute a lot of my mindset changes and my waking up to going through the military and going through that process of, you know, just being broke down and being physically broke down, mentally broke down and having to come out of that and become a better person in the process. So a lot of my, whatever I would consider success or what anybody else considers success in my life, I attribute that to going through the military, but not just going through the military. Like I said, a lot of my switch flipping came from within. I didn't have you know, big role models to look up to in my life. I had some supportive family, but I also had some family that should have been there that wasn't during these times. And, you know, ultimately I had to rely on myself because I didn't have the friends. I didn't, I wasn't friends with a lot of rich people or, or good mentors that ran businesses or lived a positive lifestyle at, at the time. So, you know, ultimately it came down to me getting fed up and I just got tired of being out of shape. I got tired of not living the life that I wanted to live. I got tired of being broke all the time. So I, I, I flipped that fucking switch. So because I only had a GED at the time and the Marines and the active duty army, you know, they were both requiring a diploma at the time. So I ended up having to join the National Guard. So at that point, I served three years in the Guard and eventually got out to, to go the family route. I met my wife right as I, I got out of basic training. She texted me on graduation day and and we, we linked up when I got back, started hanging out and started dating. And then eventually, you know, that that all unfolded. We got married and now we've got two beautiful kids. And, you know, I'm, I really couldn't be happier about that. And so I, I went the family route because, you know, after my three years in, the wife really wanted me to, to stop and come home and do something different, whatever it might be, whether it was running a business or, or working. She just wanted me to be home. And, you know, I wanted to be home at the same time, but there was a big part of me that still was attached to the military and wanted to stay in and 
And I mean, hell, I, I wanted to go all in, go to ranger school and, and try to do everything. You know, I was going to take every school that they would let me take. But, uh, you know, the transitional process to go from National Guard to active duty after I got in and they told me I could do this. But the process was like it was like a two year period, uh, you know, to go to active duty. So by the time my ETS date rolled around, you know, I was ready to get out and, you know, I, I still couldn't really even transition into uh, you know, active duty from there. So uh, if I was to do that, I would have had to re-enlist for another six years and deny my wife what she wanted. And and ultimately, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy with that decision. But again, there was a big void in my life, you know, once I got out of the out of the military. So I went the family route and the business route, which was mass tactical. And it wasn't always called Mass Tactical, though. Some of, you know, UOGs in here, you know, you might recall it as Survival Nation. Some of you guys that have been here since the beginning might remember us as Survival Nation. And, you know, long before this, before I even joined the military, I, I worked with my dad in a printing company. And, you know, I, I got to, to learn a lot of good skills from that. And then, you know, I also uh, ran a, a little retail outlet store of one of his stores uh, where we, you know, we bought, sold, and traded all kinds of uh, goods and uh, precious metals as well. So I got a lot of experience, you know, in sales and communication and influencing and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and and a lot of that translates into you know how I'm how I'm good at making videos and presenting and and doing all that stuff today. So I, I really uh, am appreciative of all that that stuff that I went through because without it I, I wouldn't be as good as I am at what at my craft today. So uh, so back in the day as Survival Nation, you know, it started out as a simple Facebook fan page for memes and outdoor shit. And in fact, it, it wasn't even really a goal of mine at the time to turn it into a business. I wasn't thinking about business when I got out of the military. It wasn't until after a little while of being tired of working for someone else after I got out that I decided that I need to go into business for myself and I need to chase some dreams. And and so after a short time of being out of the military, I started experiencing a really big void in my life at the time. You know, I couldn't figure out, I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. And fast forward a couple more years and Survival Nation got tossed out and I decided to go all in on this dream that I had and we rebranded as mask tactical and, you know, a new fire ignited inside of me at the time. And, you know, everything was going good. Mask tactical was a blog for survival knowledge at the time. And I was making, you know, I was making blog posts and, and creating videos and posting on our Facebook page and whatnot, trying to build up our social media pages, doing some Instagram posting here and there. And it still wasn't enough. So my vision needed to evolve. And this is where my business plan started really forming. It wasn't until this point that I really got a grasp on what I, what I wanted to do. I knew that at this point that, you know, I wanted to be in this niche. I wanted to create survival content and help train people and become an instructor of, you know, combatives and all these kinds of things. And, you know, so my vision needed to evolve at this point uh, because it wasn't really a solid business plan. So, you know, after, after doing what I was doing for another year or so, I noticed that I was still experiencing this void in my life. Something was missing. It was a missing piece to my puzzle. And it was at this point in the business that I decided that it was time to try and be innovative. You know, like there's tons of other blogs and stuff out there. There's tons of other people that create videos. What was I doing that was any different than anybody else other than maybe creating some content that was a little bit higher quality than, than the average creator out there? So uh, I had finally found the missing link in my life. And it was that 
camaraderie between like-minded individuals the military gave me as well as a community that I could be a part of that helped me develop real-life skills. So everything that the military was giving me minus all the bullshit, obviously the military's got a lot of bullshit in it, uh, but you know, there's just something about it that when you leave, it just leaves you with a void. And so, you know, short of re-enlisting, there really wasn't any solid options out there for something like this. If I wanted to be a part of a community to help me build my build the skills that I wanted to learn, right? Like survival skills and outdoor skills and com- combat skills and stuff like that, you know, I would have had to re-enlist. So there was not a lot of options out there for anything like that. So I didn't want to re-enlist, so I thought to myself, I'm going to start a militia of my own. So I did, and it failed. I didn't understand why at first, and it, you know, it took me some time to come to the realization that many people frown upon the term militia and that what I was actually building at the time was an illegal standing army. Look, you know, obviously not all militias are illegal, but the way we were building it, it was illegal and ultimately a really, really stupid way to go. But I didn't know any better. You know, I, I was still young in this game and didn't really know fully what I want. I didn't really fully know what I wanted, I think. But, you know, I jumped the gun. I didn't do my research and I simply just tried to fill that void in my life because I was just tired of it being there. So there's a there's a lot of reasons why it didn't work out, but what I yielded from that adventure was a few good supporters and you know a small, very small proof of concept. Uh, you know the proof of concept was that there's other people out there experiencing this void. This void was that I was experiencing wasn't mine alone. I was sharing it with many others, men and women, mostly veterans, but many normal people across the globe as well. People at the end of the day. The, a lot of people have this void because people want to be a part of something bigger. They want to be a part of something that challenges them, something that supports them, and you know something that can continuously help them grow. So I went back to the drawing board and I made a new game plan. That's when I birthed the Warrior Tribe. So you know we're doing away with the mask militia at this point, and that's when the idea for the Warrior Tribe was birthed. The Warrior Tribe, you know, I, I wanted it to become a global community for anyone who wants to become the best version of themselves, a community of prepared savages who kick life's ass. No bitches, no nothing, just people who are savages and want to kick life's ass. So with some new innovations combined with a hint of that military structure that everybody loved, it finally filled the void. Not just for myself, but for many people all over the world. We've got members in Australia, Canada, Sweden, Germany, you know, Denmark and all across the U.S. And, you know, the Warrior Tribe is for anyone looking to take their preparedness to the next level. It's for anyone looking to enhance their health and fitness, survival skills, and everything in between. What most people lack in their life is real accountability. And, you know, we're the worst person in the world to hold ourselves accountable. If I, if, if the only person that I had to rely on to hold myself accountable was myself, I'd be in a world of hurt because, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, how everybody talks about going to the gym, you know, and you got to post a selfie or post a video or it didn't happen. It's that, you know, while that does sound stupid, it is it carries a lot of weight. If, you know, if nobody else knows we've got this goal but ourselves, we are the worst person to hold ourselves accountable. Because if we're the only person who knows we fail or knows that we want to quit or knows that we want to give up, it's a lot easier to do so. So when you put that you know, when you place that in someone else's hands, when you place that, 
that goal in somebody else's hands and, and you project that to the universe that, hey, I'm going to fucking accomplish this goal. And if I don't, you can make fun of me and laugh at me and, you know, tell everybody how stupid I am and all this kind of stuff. And nobody wants that. So my advice is to always seek accountability in something else other than yourself. Obviously, you want to have good self-accountability, right? Like always keep building and developing that aspect of yourself, but never rely on that completely by itself. So, like I said, what most people lack in life is real accountability, and the tribe provides that in many different ways. You see, most training in today's world goes down online, and and what I've identified is a very critical flaw within the digital training industry, and that's that it, it leaves the students with a gap between knowledge and skill development. You know, digital training is a huge, huge growing industry. Companies are spending billions and billions of dollars to train and educate their employees and things of that nature. And you wouldn't typically think about a survival and preparedness organization providing digital training other than your your basic, you know, YouTube tutorials and whatnot. But we've created a really, really unique structure that actually bridges the gap between knowledge and skill development. Our Warrior Tribe bridges that gap by providing a strategic platform for our members to not only learn new things, but build real skills in the process. You see, we do this through a unique training challenge-based system where you can actually win free gear in the process. And we not only provide the knowledge you need, we challenge and incentivize you to do so in many different ways. So look, guys, it's one thing to know how to, for example, build a bow drill fire, a primitive bow drill fire, friction fire. It's It's one thing to know how to do that. And it's a whole completely different thing to actually be able to do it because You never know when you're going to be out, when it's raining, when it's snowing, when it's cold out, when you've lost all your motor skills because your hands are numb. You know, when when there's other variables in play, like what wood types and all these different things that you've got to learn. And the only way to truly develop skill over knowledge is to actually get out and experience it, get hands on with that objective to develop real skills. So, you know, we also approach preparedness from a very different perspective you know, aspect, but we also approach it from every aspect. So I can ramble on and on and on and on and on for days about our tribe here. You know, it's truly an amazing culture of badass warriors from all across the globe. But look, my friend, I would rather you experience it for yourself. I don't, I don't like sitting around and talking about it all day and night. And, you know, I would rather you just simply experience it for yourself and hear it firsthand from our actual tribe members, other than me, you know, so the way that we do that right now is, you know, we have a 30-day trial for only $1. You can get in and join us for 30 full, complete days for only $1. And so you've got nothing to lose, my friend. So you should dive in and, and check it out if you're interested and if you're serious about your survivability. There's a lot more perks to it. So you can go check that out at masstactical.com slash join the tribe. You'll see join the tribe or enlist buttons or all that kind of stuff everywhere. It's embedded in our YouTube videos. It's in our blog post. It's all over the website. We post it all over the place. So, you know, go check that out if you're interested. So look, guys, the Primal Hour podcast might not always last an hour. Sometimes it might be 30 minutes or 15 minutes or 27 minutes. You know, I'm going to try to do my best to make it worth listening to. Some days we'll talk all about survival skills. Some days we'll talk about mindset and others we might talk about MMA fighting. I, I don't know. I mean, as long as it nests under the preparedness title, we will eventually hit it one way or the other. I promise you that. I also plan on bringing in other trainers and influencers onto the show. You know, people, some of you guys probably already know and listen to, but 
you know, at the end of the day, I want to know who you guys would like to hear from and what would, you know, what you'd like to hear about. I want to cater this show to what you guys want. You see, I've built this entire operation from the ground up since the beginning, since day one, and all of our following by trying to bring you guys what you'd like to see and hear. So I'm going to keep trying to do that because it's worked all along the way. And at the end of the day, I, I try to be personal and approachable and all these things. So, you know, I, I genuinely want to know who you are. I want to connect with you. I want to see how I can help you. I want to see how our operation can provide you something of value to your life. I might not always say something you agree with. I might be controversial and I might curse you know, more than you care for. But know that I am me. I'm 100% fucking raw real and transparent and I will always be so. I decided that a long time ago in my life, nearly a decade ago, I was going to start being real. I was going to start being me and my life has dramatically improved day after day ever since I made that commitment. I would encourage you guys to become that way too if you're if if you're not. You'll find that in a world made up of fake people, the real ones, the real ones out there tend to be overwhelmingly satisfied when they find someone authentic to be around. So hey, look, guys, if you dig our first episode, be sure to share the shit out of it, like it, drop me some comments and all that good shit. I want to hear from you. I know it might not mean a lot to you guys, but it really helps us out and it means a lot to me. And remember, you know, without our allies, we wouldn't be able to keep delivering the content you guys know and enjoy. So, you know, we're bringing this podcast to you with help from our alliance partners. So be sure to show them some love. You guys have got 3vgear.com. 3V Gear is known for quality outdoors gear for budget-minded preppers, from gun cases, accessory pouches, and EDC bags to long-term bug-out bags. I really, really thoroughly enjoy their stuff. You can get 15% off with our discount code MASK at checkout from 3VGear.com. You've got CoreEssentials.com. That's Core with a K. K-O-R-E Essentials.com. Core Essentials provides top-quality gun belts and EDC essentials such as RFID blocking wallets and a lot more. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of them as well. You can get 10% off of coreessentials.com with our discount code Mask Tactical. That's capital M and a capital T, Mask Tactical. So you've also got SpartanArmorSystems.com. Look, guys, I'm a real big fan of Spartan Armor Systems. They're actually kind of sponsoring our, my range build project. Spartan Armor Systems sells a wide variety of tactical and outdoors gear. They're well known for high quality body armor, plate carriers, and reactive steel AR500 target systems. And you can get 10% off of SpartanArmorSystems.com with our code MASK, all caps, at checkout. Can't forget Stanford Outdoor Supplies. StanfordOutdoorSupply.com brings you guys high quality survival kits and outdoors gear. And, you know, from shelter building to fire making, hunting, fishing, water gathering, and much more, they have a BOSS kit for everything. BOSS stands for Bug Out Survival Supplements, and their kits are really awesome. You can get, you guys can get 10% off with all caps, MASK, S-O-S, at checkout. That's StanfordOutdoorSupply.com. Next up, we got SturdyGuns.com. Sturdy Guns is really cool, guys. They make wooden guns, swords, shields, and much more. It's, they're, they're perfect for kids to play and you know train proper firearms handling at a very young age. This is something I really wish I would have had growing up as a kid. And you guys can get 10% off with all caps, mask, at checkout from SturdyGuns.com. Next up, we got Ginger Ninja Outdoors. And this guy makes some really, really, really high-quality custom-made knives and outdoors gear. You guys can get 10% off of him with 
our code MASK, all caps. Again, next up, we've got the survivaloutpost.com. Look, guys, the Survival Outpost is like the prepared minds eBay. It's a site that features a wide variety of tactical gear, outdoor supplies, and preparedness gear from manufacturers and retailers all across the globe. So once again, guys, welcome to the Primal Hour podcast. I really got I really hope you guys enjoyed the show and you know, I hope you check back in for the next episode. Be sure to reach out to me and let me know. Add me on Facebook as a friend. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next show and visit us at masktactical.com. I'm still getting a feel for everything. I'm getting used to how this all works and everything like that. So bear with us. And, you know, I'm unsure at this point how frequent our cast will be, but I aim for it to become a consistent part of what we do. So till next time, guys, I'm Ian Primal Talbot. Wage war, my friends.